0: Hi and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast, I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Hobbs and Shaw in today's review episode. I can show you the world, just take a look through my eyes, you gotta be a little deeper, it really ain't that far! First of all, I'm gonna be honest, I almost didn't even do this episode, I was gonna... Pretty much only do Hobbs and Shaw for statistics, uh, which I believe is going to be my Wednesday episode. But, I I mean, and and the point being is that there's really not a lot to review about this movie. It's part of a huge franchise that is very formulaic. It is not incredibly plot-driven or, in most cases, logic-driven. It's a turn-your-brain-off-at-the-door kind of movie that... Uh, you know it's just there to have a good time it's there to be a fun ride and i guess the the main element of the review is going to be does it succeed is it a fun ride does it utilize its characters its banter its its dialogue its action to to make the movie fun and uh, we'll kind of get into that as it were but i you know i i decided to end up doing this episode i, I think it's um you know, big movie, it's making eh, about $60 million this weekend, they say. So, you know, it's one of the weaker financial entries into the Fast and Furious world, but it's certainly no slouch in that, in that sense. Uh, I wasn't super excited or really looking into it that much. I, I think um, it, there's a lot of humorous potential to be had in a movie like this. You've got The Rock, Jason Statham, Idris Elba. Uh, I mean, just right there, you have a trio of great stars. You know, like who can really, you know, put together, you know, a good a good movie with with good, uh, maybe not necessarily quote unquote good performances, but but entertaining and and electrifying performances. Uh, you know, and then you throw in, Isaac Gonzalez and Vanessa Kirby, who I I really enjoy the two of them. I, I think they both bring a lot to a movie and uh, you know you you have this this base and you have the fast and furious name you have fast cars you have uh, highly improbable stunts that <laughs> seem ridiculous and uh, often are and, and make no sense but look really cool whether it's jumping from one building to the next or you know submarine things and, and driving a safe through a city all these things that just ridiculous. But that said, uh it seemed like a movie that critical uh you know, critical rating aside, you should everyone should enjoy. Everyone should have some fun with. Everyone should should you know, get get on board and and be into. So that in mind, that's kind of how I entered the film. That's what I was expecting. I you know, didn't see any of the trailers, I mostly just knew Hobbs and Shaw, and they don't really like each other, and they have to work together, and that's, I I barely remembered, you know, where we left off with these characters from the other Fast and Furious movies, uh, I, even on the way to the, on the way to see it, I was trying to remember if one of them was in jail, still, uh, at the start of the movie, and I couldn't remember, you know, what the situation was, so, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw uh, So, film is directed by David Leitch uh, Who also directed the first John Wick He did Deadpool 2, he did Atomic Blonde And these are movies I very much like I, I like all three of those So I had no reason to think that he would be a problem As far as the film's concerned uh, It's written by Chris Morgan and Drew Pierce Who... Uh, Chris Morgan has written... Almost all of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, he missed a couple there, but he, he's been a credited writer on most of them. He also was part of the team on Wanted. Uh, Drew Pierce was a part, was a writer in, for Iron Man 3, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. So again, writing team, nothing really wrong there. And then you've got the cast, Wayne Johnson, Jason Statham, Michelle Selva, Vanessa Kirby, Isaac Gonzalez, Eddie Marsan, uh, and including a couple of cameos. Uh, in the film, that I didn't even know about, so I won't give those away either. All in all, uh, it really seems like a hard, a difficult movie to to fail in, in that respect. And, you know, I don't think it does. I, I think it, for what it is, and for what it's trying to do, I think it does a really good job, and I think it does a really entertaining job. Uh, being the fast-paced, high-velocity action-racing car movie that it is, you know that's what you get and that's what most people going into this expect on the other on the other side of it uh it's not quite as as entertaining as i thought it would be um given the premise given the stars i think so the movie kind of gets a little bogged down with playing the two against each other and i think in the action scenes that works best um there's a shot, I think it's I think it's in the trailer where they pursue uh, people who are scaling, you know running down the side of a building. The rock jumps out and grabs onto, you know the ropes holding them. Uh, meanwhile, Statham takes the elevator and there's some banter. there's some some elements during this action sequence that you know show just how much they really don't care about each other and don't care if the other person gets hurt, or in the the way, or what the situation may be, Uh, and and that, I thought those moments, and there are a couple of those in the film, I thought those were really exciting, I thought those did do a really good job of showing how, you know, these guys just uh, don't care for each other. On the other hand, uh, there are moments where there's like three or four scenes, three scenes, four scenes, where it's literally just the two of them die, you know, talking to each other and sort of making fun of each other for this thing or that thing and uh, throwing barbed words and and a couple of comments here and there, fine. But the movie grinds to a halt just to let the two, you know, posture at each other, and I really didn't. Care at all about that. Uh, the only time where I was into it was when they are interrupted by Vanessa Kirby's character, you know, telling them that they can stop, you know, trying to see who who's the prettiest girl. Effectively, um, so I think they, uh, on, in some instances, they handle that that dynamic really well, in other instances, it wasn't really working for me, and. Overall, I think it's fine in in, in terms of the Hobbs Shaw relationship. I, I that is what you're going to see. That is the title of the movie. Those are the two, you know, biggest names, I guess, in the film. And the worst thing that could have been, happened to this movie is to not have any chemistry between the two leads, and that's certainly not true. They have plenty of chemistry. They work really well together, uh, and all in all, they they make a good duo uh, for the most part. On the other hand, I feel like I say that a lot, um, beyond that, you have Vanessa Kirby, who is kind of the third wheel in this this movie, and I really loved her in this. She's great physical presence, she knows exactly what kind of movie she's in, she's able to match Statham and Johnson in being over the top, in being, uh, just just fitting into the Fast and Furious world. And I was really pleased to see her. I think the story is what, eh, the story is kind of bad, but when it's the story involving her character and, and what she does, uh, particularly at the op- onset of the film, was probably... I don't know, like she gets a lot of um, characterization, and she gets a lot of nuance to who she is and what she does, and and what her goals and, and aim are in terms of, you know, I mean, obviously they're all trying to save the world, but I think you see very 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 early on in the first scene with her just how committed she is and and what the stakes are. So I think the movie does a really good job of setting her up and, and establishing who she is immediately. I think it's a right choice to start the film with her as opposed to Hobbs and Shaw, because we know them. We uh, Even to the extent where we know Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson more so than uh, we do Hobbs and Shaw, and, and it makes sense uh, you know, who they are and what they do. Uh, that said, there's also, there's also Isaac Gonzalez, who unfortunately isn't in the movie enough. I would love to see more of her character in a different movie and what her side of things is. I don't know if that's what's planned. It kind of felt like they were trying to set something up in that way. But I do feel like they can, uh, the movie, for all the, you know, she's on the poster. You know, she's not as, her image is not quite as big as Kirby's or Elba's. But she's on the poster and she has a smaller role than people who aren't on the poster uh so I was disappointed that we didn't get more of her, but what we did get, I, I really liked and and uh I'm a big fan of hers. I think she's she's shown in you know relatively small amount of time between this uh Baby Driver and um she doesn't have a big role in Alita Battle Angel either, but I think in these movies she's shown that she can really do the the action thing, the action genre. And uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, which brings us to Idris Elba, who is the baddie, the villain of Hobbs and Shaw. And his task is uh, perhaps the most difficult of the cast. He has to hold his own against Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, both physically... Um, uh, then also in presence, he has to be at least as big as the two of them combined in a couple of moments. He has to prove that he is capable of not only, you know going toe to toe with the other the other two fist to fist, but also that he can, you know do the stunts that he can pull off the fi- the, the, the car stuff, the motorcycle stuff, the action sequences, all that, and and that's a tall ask. Uh, you know, Idris was great, and I love him, but I, I was a little concerned that he wouldn't be able to hold up in this kind of a movie, but he killed it. He crushed it. I thought he did a really great job. Um, the sort of cyborg nature of his character uh, really goes a long way. There's a little bit a mystery there, and, and an unraveling of his relationship to to some of the other characters in the film that I appreciated. Uh, you know, wasn't necessary, but they did it, and and I'm glad they they tried to give us a little more drama, tried to give us a little more emotional stakes on top of the physical and uh, world-ending stakes that kind of always come along with these movies. So, Elbow works for me. Uh, I think. His demeanor, you know, he's at times kind of like Terminator in a way. But he is given just enough um, personality, just enough um, sort of wit to be able to, you know, add on some of his own flair to the role. And I really appreciated that because you gotta, you know, you have such charismatic People like Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham. You gotta let your villain be charismatic too, you know. And I, in my opinion, I think you have to. Uh, so that said, um, the movie itself involves a virus uh, that that has the capabilities of killing everyone, and doing so by melting their insides. And so that's that's what's at stake. Uh, that such a virus would be unleashed upon the world um i like how and i we've seen the sort of aspect of this kind of this movie before where uh something like that is is I don't know how to really say it without giving away i mean it's the first scene but uh, still we we've seen that type of movie presented in this type of way before or we there have been other movies <laughs> involving this type of threat that have been approached in the same way that Hobbs and Shaw does but i i think this movie just Hobbs and Shaw really man, man, manages to i don't know breathe breathe life into to into it because at first it felt like we were going on a going down a path in terms of the plot where it was like a question of of one of the character's loyalties, and I was really glad that that was nipped in the bud real quick, because I don't really have time for that, I think that's in way too many movies already, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it further reinforces just how good Hobbs and Shaw are of trackers, of, of finding people, of solving things, and of saving things, and you know it it wouldn't make sense if they weren't able to kind of sniff out lies and deceit and and so forth so i like the virus thing i you know it it, ma- it managed to be enough of a of a catalyst and and of a sort of not, necess- not 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 really a macguffin but just enough of a plot device to create and and cascade into everything else that took place and, and that works for me There are also a couple of cameos I won't get into who they are And what their roles are I will just say that the first one you get to see I was into I loved the first cameo uh, Fairly big cameo uh, I would say The second cameo, uh, which happens on the plane Wasn't into <laughs> I did not want that It feels like every movie That That person is in or it feels like the last like five movies that person is in they've been in with one of our leads and i i just don't care for it i think uh that's i think it was just a little much and uh seems silly seemed pretty silly um which kind of brings us to the action so is it exciting is it exhilarating is it electrifying? Is the movie, you know, pushing you to the edge of your seat? Are you in awe at what's happening? And the answer is sometimes. There are definitely moments of this where I was like, whoa, that's neat. Whoa, that's so cool. Uh, there's some, some cool motorcycle stunts that involve Idris Elba that I really appreciated. There were, um, there wasn't a ton of driving in this, Uh, There's a little bit, but there wasn't a ton of driving as opposed to some other Fast and Furious movies. This one is a lot more hand-to-hand combat and um, sort of spy espionage type of type of thing, which didn't bother me. Uh, You know, it's not you know part of the main series, so I wasn't. And I've the car element doesn't always work anyway. And what little car stuff there was in this was perhaps one of the most egregious like try to suspend your disbelief moments of the whole movie and i really couldn't (coughs) i really struggled to to find a reason to believe that um there's an end end sequence scene towards the end uh that involves trucks that uh, just just absurd it's just absolutely absurd um it starts out okay this is within the (laughs) this is within the confines of what i could believe is true and then each it just keeps piling on and adding on top of itself to to ad nauseum, uh, and and I really couldn't keep kind of I just rolling my eyes at it. So the action mostly works, I think. Vanessa Kirby um, and the main four Kirby, Johnson, Statham, Elba from a physical perspective, you know, hand hand combat that sort of thing, it works for me. I think they all really prove that they know how to throw a punch, know how to take a punch, do to, to takedowns, that kind of thing. That all that stuff works. It wasn't particularly, you know, inventive. It's not John Wick levels of, of action, but it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Um Could have been more Vanessa Kirby, but it was fine. And that brings me to and and I hate to to call this part of the movie out because it's such a big part of the Fast and Furious franchise but family we got to talk about it it's it's kind of it's it's the trademark of these movies it's family ohana and i think there are ways to say you know this is this is family i stick up for family i love my family all those sentiments there's ways to get that across in a movie without it being cheesy and <coughs> they don't have to not be cheesy I think a lot of the times when this movie brings up family it's very cheesy and that's not always a bad thing but I think what Hobbs and Shaw does is they do those cheesy lines and I think at, and at first it's okay it's you know yeah this is what this um, this is what this franchise does this is what this franchise is about And I'm okay with that. I get it. I I knew that going in. I signed up for this, you know. Everyone's got family, some sort of family problem that's tied to them throughout this film. And that's okay, because that's what we're here for. That is why these movies are, I think, why they resonate so much. Is because at the end of the day, they are about, you know, family. And that's fine. Except Hobbs and Shaw takes all of those moments... It always goes like one step too far with them. I really don't know why, and I, I guess it's a writing thing. But every single family dynamic, and and more specifically, every single you know, I only care about my family. Or you wouldn't understand. This is about family. This doesn't involve you. This is about family. All those moments. <coughs> excuse me. Are really. Just a little too much. They just they're a little too far. You know, they they the first half of those moments like goes right up to that line that they shouldn't cross because because it becomes just too cheesy to this just becomes a little eye roll inducing. And seems like every single one of them was like, ah, we're gonna go even further. And they just blow past the line. And uh, it's just it, it frustrates me. Because it almost felt like they had to explain why family was important, as if you don't know because this isn't a true Fast and Furious movie, but anybody watching knows that family is important. Like, you say family, and it, it that's all you need. You don't need to, you know, spout off about this, that, that, and the other thing for five minutes to explain why your family is important important to you. If you say it, we all believe it. We don't need the backstory every time, we don't need, you know, putting somebody else down to prove that, like, family is more important, you know, and I feel like this movie just didn't fully get that, and, and, and it really didn't work for me on that level, so, it's uh, frustrating. It's a little frustrating. There's lots of eye-roll-inducing moments in this movie. Lots of just guffaw, cheesy, like, really? Did you have to? And I think it does that a lot more than most of the films in this franchise, which is saying something. So, all in all, um, I think Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I think it's fine. <coughs> it's certainly not one of my favorites in the franchise. Um, if I'm looking at... Uh, the f- uh, th- 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 the franchise as a whole, it probably comes in around, um, I guess this is the original? God, the names of these movies just never work for me. Like, Fast and Furious, Fa- The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, so this is going to come in, land a little, uh, maybe just below the original Fast and Furious movie for me. It's not quite on the level of what I consider to be the the good movies in the in this franchise, which are five, six, and seven. Um, seven being my favorite as of the moment. Uh, but it, I think it's a touch better than Fate. I think Fate was a big step down after seven, and and I think that's it's tough to you know fill the shoes of Paul Walker in this in this franchise. And as great as Vin Diesel is, as Toretto, he just doesn't. I don't know he's missing a side of the of a character that um, Walker was able to bring. So you know the step down from Fade Furious Hobbs and Shaw floats. You know it doesn't sink, but it it's not flying either. It floats, and uh, I think it it just kind of lands right in the middle for me. So I'm looking at a score in the 50s at the moment. Um, that's what I'm expecting. Uh, so. Uh, if, if anything, if there's much deviation, I'll get into that in, in the statistics episode when we do that on Wednesday. But for now, uh, that, is, that is Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, looking into Circle of Film Awards, it's not really going to crack any of them. You know, closest thing might have been, I don't know, supporting performance from Elba. But that's still not even close. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess I guess I'll end this with my favorite moment of the movie. huh um, honestly, it's probably every scene with the first cameo first first cameo actor. I, I thought I don't know that that person has kind of slipped into playing the same role in every movie lately, which is fine because he plays it really really well. But still, um, you know, it's—I uh, don't—it's really enjoying. I, I like that al- that character in this movie, and and in this franchise, and I'm excited to see more. So, yeah, that's probably what I like the most. That's probably what I like the most. <coughs> so uh, that's, that's about it, though. That's it for Hobbs and Shaw, the newest entry into the Fast and Furious franchise. It's out now. Check it out. You know, it's it's a fine time at the movies, and uh, you're not probably not going to be that disappointed. You won't be disappointed. It's a, if you know what it is, you're not going to be disappointed. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It does mean a lot. If you would like to find more episodes, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, many places where podcasts can be found, or you can head over to CircleOfFilm.com uh, to find every episode as well as top ten lists. Uh, top 10 actor lists. You can find the Circle of Film Awards. Current nominations. Past winners. And much, much more. If you'd like to get in touch with me. Twitter. At Circle of Film. Letterboxd. At Circle of Film. Or you can email. Circleoffilm. At gmail.com. Uh, anything. Everything. Whatever you want. If you'd like to support the show. Uh, which would mean a lot to me. Like it. Rate it. Review it. Subscribe it. Wherever. Whenever you can. Uh, or. If you are feeling a little Extra financially benevolent, uh, you can even become a patron at patreon.com slash circleoffilm for as little as eight cents an episode, which, uh, among many other things, uh, you can also gain early access to every episode as soon as they're available. Thank you for listening, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same night, and I'll Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, au revoir, I'll be saying adieu Nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out of place So long, farewell, oh revoir, I'll be saying... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute so long.